Good morning, mga kaibigan, mga kapatid. Magandang araw kung nasaan ka man ngayon. I hope that you're doing good. Uh, trivia lang po. Ngayon po ay isang taon na ng ating online service. 52 weeks of God's faithfulness. Talagang nandun yung kabutihan ng Panginoon that for 52 days, yes, hindi tayo na nagsasama-sama. Recently lang po, nung first week of March. Pero for, for that weeks, for that months na hindi tayo magkakasama, ay patuloy na ipinakita at pinarana sa atin ng Panginoon ang kanyang kabutihan. Bakit hindi natin papurihan ang Panginoon? Bakit hindi natin palakpakan ang Panginoon? Dahil for 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 52 weeks, naging tapat siya, naging mabuti siya sa bawat isa. Ngayon din po ay itong Sunday na ito. Ngayon po ay Marketplace Sunday na kung saan i-highlight natin yung mga, mga marketplace, yung mga institutions na meron po tayo. Talam naman po natin that the economy right now is not doing well. Buti na lang mga kapatid, ang ekonomiya natin ay hindi galing sa mundong ito. Dahil ang ekonomiya natin ay ang kaharian ng Panginoon. And let me tell you this, that in the economy of God, there is no scarcity. Yes, we might, we might hear the, the bad news. Ma, ating mga mapakinggan o napakinggan na ang, mabu, ang, masa, ang mga masasamang balita. But in the economy of God, walang kasalatan Walang kakulangan and that is our assurance po. And today, makakarinig, before we do uh, go to our preaching, makakarinig po tayo ng isang testimony ng isang kapatiran natin, isang kaibigan na kung saan, in spite of this pandemic na ito, ay nasubok ang kanilang business, nasubok ang kanilang pananampalataya. But in spite of that, ay patuloy silang nanalig at nagtiwala sa Panginoon. Let us watch this video. Good morning, Lighthouse. Brother Eboy Ching, greetings in Jesus' name. Let me share to you ang aming pong kwentong pandemic. Ako po at ang aking may bahay si Carlene. We are businessmen. We are into construction, trading, and pest control business. While ang aming naman po nag-iisang anak si Kay, she has her own events management business. 2018 and 2019 was a banner year for us. Ramdam po namin sa aming negosyo ang magandang takbo ng ating ekonomiya. And that is why we have big plans for 2020 and beyond. 2020 for us, supposedly, was a year for business expansion and diversification. Uh, we invested heavily sa aming pong property sa Tagaytay, Alfonso at ginagawa po namin ito to, na maging isang uh, retreat center and a camping site and an events place all in one. At ang business plan pong ito is to set us up for uh, retirement and prepare our daughter to take over later in the future. But then it happened. January 2020, Taal Volcano Eruption. March 2020, total lockdown because of this COVID-19 pandemic, causing us to stop all business activities and derailing all our ongoing projects. Pero ano po ang aming magagawa? The Bible says in Proverbs 19.21, Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. At first, we are shaken. Nagbigay po ito sa amin ng mga malalalim at pabibigat na alalahanin. But the good thing is, we know what to do. We know where to go. So, together as a family, united in prayer, we did ask God for help and seek His Word. And God spoke. At nagsabi niya po sa kanyang salita in Daniel chapter 10, verse 12, Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and humble yourself before your God. Your words were heard and I have come in response to them. Kaya immediately, coming back to my senses, I told my wife and my daughter at ang aming mga tauhan to uh, hold on the line. Don't be afraid. For God's help is on the way. So instead of focusing dun sa mga bagay na we cannot control, 
we focus on the things God wants us to do. And that is to point people to Christ, to encourage those who are depressed, those who are broken, those who are grieving, those who are uh, heavy laden, and uh, those who are weary. We spend time to reach out to families and friends, maging sa aming mga tauhan, and even to strangers na aming mga nakakausap. And uh, we intentionally called them and prayed for them at uh, pinapaalala lang namin sa kanila na hindi sila nag-isa sa kanila mga pinagdadaanan. Because Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25, ang sabi po dyan, Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. At ang aming pong panalangin since day one na magsimula ang krisis na ito is that, Lord, can you do a miracle for us? And uh, because this battle is not ours but yours. And uh, mahigit isang taon na po ang nakakalipas. And we are sustained. Big businesses are closing down, but ours is still up and about. Things are getting better, and uh, little by little, opportunities is becoming available. At uh, because miracles do happen every day, and God is faithful. At hindi po ang krisis na ito ang siyang magpapahiwalay ng pag-ibig ng Diyos para sa atin. And uh, this crisis and this pandemic, this will not last forever, mga kapatid. But God's love is, His love for us is everlasting. And uh, let me end my kwentong pandemic with this word of God to Daniel in chapter 10, verse 19. Ang sabi po yan, Do not be afraid, you who are highly esteemed. He said, Peace, be strong now, be strong. Hold the line, kapatid, for God is our living hope. We shall overcome. Huwag mong kalimutan na mahal tayo ng Diyos. Stay safe, mga kapatid. Stand strong, for God's help is on the way. God bless you, Lighthouse. Shalom. Wow, what a beautiful testimony, Brother Eboy. Totoo nga po na talagang nasubok ang kanilang negosyo. Hindi natin mapagkakaila until now, nasa crisis mode pa rin tayo. Pero kita nyo po yung testimony, yung patotoo nila na yes, they were tested. Pero yung testimony nila ay lalo pang napagtibay ng pagmamahal at ng pag-ibig ng Panginoon. At yan po ang encouragement sa bawat isa sa atin ngayon. At wherever you are, whatever you are, uh, yung, yung status ng yung buhay o struggle mo, kapatid, tiwala at kapit lang sa Panginoon. At ngayon din po, uh, this year, nagsimula po ang ating uh, pastor ng isang series Ito po yung tinatawag na The God of the Bible. At pinag-aaralan po natin ito, uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Number, Deuteronomy, Joshua. At ngayon ay nasa Book of Judges na tayo. Ang ganda po ng, ng topic ni Pastor Tan nung nakaraan, The God of Land. Tayaan niyo po ito, nasundang ko, The God of Rebels. Pastor Jun, grabe naman, God of Rebels sa Tagalog, Diyos ng mga rebelde. Ay, ganun po talaga. Alamin natin kung bakit Diyos ng mga rebelde yung title o yung pinaka-theme ng Book of Judges. At inas ko po ang, ang ating kapatiran na si Brother Ferdy and si Sister Nina na magbasahin po ang salita ng Panginoon. Judges chapter 6, verse 11 to 17. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terevin at Ophrah, which belonged to Joas, the Evias right, while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, Why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? 
But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned him and said, Go in the might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you? And he said to him, Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you, and you shall strike Nabinidites as one man. And he said to him, If now I have found favor in your eyes, then show me a sign that it is you who speak with me. Verse 22 to 25 Then Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. And Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for now I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace be to you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day it still stands at Oprah, which belonged to Abiah's rights. That night the Lord said to him, Take your father's bull, and the second bull seven years old, and pull down the altar of Baal that your father has, and cut down the Asherah that is beside it. Salamat po, Brother Ferdi and Sister Nina, for reading the word of the Lord. Ang ganda po ng, ng kwento ni Gideon, ang ganda po ng pagatawag sa buhay ni Gideon. Pero para mas lalo nating ma-appreciate, para mas lalo nating maintindihan kung ano ang meron sa kwento na ito, sa istorya na ito, at bago tayo magpatuloy, tanungin natin, ano ba ang problema dito sa passage na nabasa natin? What is the problem in the text? Meron dalawang problema na makikita natin dito. Unang-una, the situation of Israel and the situation of Gideon. National and personal. Okay? Hindi, ko, hindi lang po natin napabasa na yung first uh, 10 verses kasi medyo mahaba po. Pero hayaan nyo po na isummarize ko sa inyo. The situation of Israel during that time, that when God calls Gideon to become a judge or deliverer, it was not during their prosperous season. Hindi ito yung panahon ng promised land. Tapos na po sila doon. Nandun na po sila sa season na kung saan, nasa season of poverty, season of suffering, and season of spiritual inconsistencies. Nandun na sila sa panahon na yan. Kung babalikan niyo po yung Judges chapter 2, after the death of Joshua, ang sinabi po doon, the, the very theme, kaya siya naging God of rebels, sabi po doon that they did evil, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Kita nyo po, hindi sila gumagawa ng kasalanan ng, uy, na nagtatago, harap, harapan, wala silang pakialam, gumagawa sila ng kasalanan sa mata at sa harap ng Diyos. Ganun yung pagiging rebelde nila. Di ba yung mga anak mo, hanggat maari gagawa ng kalokohan yan o kaya pag nagutos ka na wag mo tong gawin, gagawin niya yun hindi sa harap mo. Gagawin mo yun pag meron na, gagawin nila, nila yun pag nakatalikod ka at mapapansin mo na lang pag merong nabasag, pag merong nawala o pag wala na sila. Pero itong mga Israelites during those times, ginagawa nila yun harap harapan sa mata at sa paningin ng Panginoon. And that is the situation during that time. Now, let's talk about yung mga spiritual inconsistencies na meron sila. You can see here in the screen, meron pong apat. The cycle in the book of Judges ay meron pong apat. Unang-una, sin, suffering, supplication, and salvation. Makikita natin yan sa Judges chapter 2. Pero throughout the book of Judges, makikita natin yung apat na yan na paikot-ikot. Sin, suffering, supplication, and salvation. At sa istorya ni Gideon, makikita natin yan. Bago yung pagkatawag sa buhay ni Gideon, the narrator, ang ginawa ng narrator, ipiniliwanag niya muna itong formula, formula na ito. Now, ating i-emphasize itong word na sin. Judges 6 verse 1, sabi ko, sa inyo, sabi ko sa inyo sa chapter 2 na banggit yan. Pero sa verse 1 pa lang ng chapter 6, the people of Israel 
did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Kita nyo po, sa mata ng Panginoon, paulit-ulit, hindi na nagsawa yung narrator o yung author na ang mga tao ng Israel ay gumawa ng kahindik-hindik ng bagay sa mata ng Panginoon. Kaya nga, God of rebels. Diyos ng mga rebelde. At dahil dyan, sila ay naparusahan. Yun ay part ng verse 1. Tinuloy na agad ng author yun. At dahil dyan, nagkaroon sila ng suffering. Second part of verse 1, sabi dito, And the Lord gave them into the hand of Midian for seven years. Verse 2, And the hand of Midian overpowered Israel. Kung titignan nyo po ah, ang Israel na to ay hindi lang sila malit na nation. Malaking nasyon na po sila, established na po sila. Pero because of their sin, because of their rebelliousness, Because of yung, yung tipong disobedience nila, hinayaan ng Panginoon na mag-suffer sila sa kamay ng kanilang mga kalaban. And, and the people of Israel made for themselves the dens that are in the mountains and the caves and the strongholds. Because of that, at sa mga susunod pang mga verses, ito po ang mga sinabi dito, na tuwing magpaapalay, tuwing magtatrabaho ang mga Israelita, nakaabang na po ang mga Midianites at kinukuha yung mga pananim, yung mga ani. At hindi lang yun, kaibigan. Lahat ng entry point na kung saan, yung mga city, yung mga gates ng Israelites, ng, ng bayang Israel, merong mga nakamando, nakabantay na Midianites doon, na mga sundalo ng mga Midianites. Alam niyo po kung bakit? Para sila mismo, ay hindi makalabas at hindi makakuha ng pagkain. Ganun po yung suffering na nararanasan nila. At sa pagkabasa kanina nila, Brother Ferdy, nila Sister Nina, sa verse 11, ganito po yung suffering. Ha? Sa verse 11, last part, sabi dito, The angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Oprah, which belonged to Joash the Abizrite. While his son Gideon, kita nyo po ha, was beating out wheat in the wine press to hide it from the Midianites na yung nagigiik siya ng ubas doon sa loob ng bahay na supposedly ginagawa yun sa labas. And because of that, hindi sila mapakali kasi alam nila na pag meron silang ginawa, kukunin lang, ibubuli at nanakawin lahat ng mga Midianites. Ganun yung suffering nila. Ganun po kalala ang nangyari sa Israel during those times. Hindi ito kasalanan ng Panginoon, hindi dahil trip ng Panginoon, at dahil yon doon sa verse na nabasa natin, they did evil in the eyes of the Lord. At kapatid, hindi po iba ang nararanasan natin ngayon. Yes, partly, I'm not saying na, hindi, nagkasala kasi tayo, yes, partly. Pero the suffering that we are experiencing right now, kaya nga naniniwala ako na ang lockdown hindi lang nangyari ngayon. Kahit sa panahon pa ni Gideon, meron na pong lockdown. ba diba? Ang nagkataon lang na ang pangalan ng lock, kaya nagkaka-lockdown ngayon sa COVID-19. Pero sila yung mga taga-Midianites. ba diba? Kaya tayo may social media, sila may, may media na rin sila noon eh. Ganun po ang, ganun sila. Pag tuwing lalabas sila, oh pag kahit naka-social distancing sila, o oh, paso kayo, nandiyan ang mga virus ng mga taga-Midianites. Ganon din sa atin mga kapatid, di ba? Kung makakarelate tayo na, pero sila mas malala. Kasi tayo kahit papano, ang curfew lang natin ngayon, 10pm hanggang 5pm, pero sila walang curfew, curfew. Di ba ganon din naman po sa virus, walang curfew, curfew. Ganon po kalala ang suffering. And because of that, they are crying out unto the Lord. Verse 7, ito na yung supplication part. When the people of Israel cried out to the Lord on the account of the Midianites, Panginoon, hirap na hirap na kami. Hindi na kami makakain. Gutom na gutom na kami. Pag ako nagsabi nun, di kayo maniniwala. So isipin nyo na lang, Israelites yung nagsabi, Lord, I'm hungry. Ganun na po yung kanilang iyak. At dahil dyan, mabait pa rin ang Panginoon. Kaya sa Diyos ng mga rebelde. Verse 8, talon po tayo. 
Ito medyo extensive yung explanation nung, nung narrator. The Lord sent a prophet to the people of Israel and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I led you up from the Egypt and brought you out of the house of slavery. So ulitin natin ano, to sum it up, the cycle in the book of Judges, sin, suffering, supplication, and salvation. The second problem that we can see in the text, first, the situation of the Israel, now, the situation of Gideon. Kanina, naka-zoom out tayo, problema ng Israel. Ngayon naman, kapatid, pumunta tayo sa problema ngayon ng tinawag ng Panginoon para maging judge na si Gideon. When God calls Gideon to become a judge or deliverer, his immediate reactions are fear and worry. Okay? Fear and worry. Why? Kasi ganito po. Habang nagigiik, habang sa ay may ginagawa, pag merong, ano yun? Ano yun? Ano yun? Ganun agad yung reaksyon niya. Kasi akala niya, mga taga Midianites yun. Pag meron lang siyang narinig, ano yun? Ano yun? Magtatago na siya agad. Ganun yung fear ganun yung worry na nabuo na sa kanila because of that invasion na ginagawa ng mga taga-media. At ano ang nangyari? Let's dig deeper dito sa story na to. Siya ay warrior. Siya ay ganun na lang yung takot niya. First, because Gideon was paralyzed by his past. Naparalisado siya ng kanyang nakaraan. Kaya kung titignan nyo, no, yung verse 12, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Diba? Talagang man of faith, man of valor. The Lord is with you. Kita niyo po, sinabi ng the angel of the Lord. At ano ang naging reaksyon niya? And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord. Medyo ano, kunwari may background. If the Lord is with us, bakit ito nangyari sa amin? Min, min. Wow, may echo pa. And where are all his wonderful deeds that our Father recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. Nung tinawag siya ng isang mighty warrior because he, he, is, he was fearful and worried, ang naalala niya agad, ang immediate reaction niya, Yung nakaraan, Panginoon, nasan ka nung kailangan kita? Wow, Judean Santos. Ganun, ganun. Nasaan ka, Panginoon? At yan ang nagagawa po ng takot, pinaparalisa ang ating nakaraan. Pangalawa, Gideon was doubtful of his present, yung kanyang pangkasalukuyan. So, mamaya, iaano natin yung, yung uh, response ng Panginoon. Pero this time, focus mo na tayo kay Gideon. And he said to him, Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Kita niyo po yung sinabi niya, paano ko ililigtas ang Israel? At meron siyang, tingin natin, valid reason. Tingin natin na, kasi yung sabi niya, yung clan ko sa lahat ng mga taga-Manasseh, pinakamahina. At doon sa bahay namin, ano, Ako ang pinaka-list, pinaka-mayna. Ano ang point ni Gideon? Kung ikaw ay naglalaro ng basketball, hindi mo ito papalaroin. Si Gideon. Aha. Kahit sabihin, kulang pa kami, nakita mo si Gideon. Okay lang, apat na lang kami. Okay lang, apat na lang kami. Ganun siya kahina. Ganun, ganun, ganun yung sarili niya. Alam mo, laging binubuli, laging kinakawawa. Tipong, tipong kahit na sabi mo, kapit na sa patalim yung team o yung isang grupo, di okay lang, sige lang, doon ka na, upo ka na lang. Ganun yung pagkakahiwatig ni Gideon sa kanyang sarili. He was very doubtful kahit tinatawag na siya ng Panginoon. And lastly, dito sa point na to na makikita natin, Gideon was afraid of his future. Una, na-paralyze siya na kanyang nakaraan, doubtful siya sa kanyang present, and this time, takot siya sa kanyang inaarap. Isipin niyo po, ah, with all the assurance na sinabi sa kanya ng Anghel ng Panginoon, and he said to him, If now I have found favor in your eyes, then show me a sign that it is who you speak with me. Gideon, 
ano pang sign, ano pang senyales ang kailangan mo, mismo ang hell na ng Panginoon ang kumakausap sa'yo. Isa lang ibig sabihin nun. Ganun siya, ka, kadud, ganun yung takot niya, ganun yung worry niya, ganun yung fear niya, na kahit na, siguro kahit sampung anghel eh, no? yung padala ng Panginoon, maghingi pa rin siya ng sign eh. Kasi takot siya sa kanyang hinaharap. And the question that we need to ask, is it the same problem now? Yung mga nangyayari sa Israel, yung mga nangyayari kay Gideon, yes, it's still happening now. The sin, the suffering, the need of a Savior, yung pag-iyak natin sa Panginoon. And we can still see it around the world and even in our nation. Yet the Lord is calling us for His plan and purpose. The calling for, for Gideon is to be a judge and deliverer, but for us right now to be a light and instrument of His peace. And as we observe this text, This is what we can see. That if you are a warrior, katulad ni Gideon, nung unang part na kanyang pagkatawag, you will see your past as a dictator. Hindi ka na makamove forward. Tinatawag ka ng Panginoon. Merong gustong ipagawa si Lord sa'yo. Ang lagi mong iniisip yun ako, Panginoon, hindi ko kaya yan. Bumagsak ako dati, Lord. And you will see your present as your destruction. Lahat ng nangyayari sa'yo, lahat ng opportunities, hindi mo yan makikita na bigay ng Panginoon. Makikita mo yan na parang, Lord, ang gulo, ang dami, hindi ko na alam. Ang gagawin ko, tulong, Lord. And lastly, you will see your future as a distress. If you are a warrior, kapatid, pwedeng ito ang mangyari sa atin. Pwede ko nang tapusin yung preaching. Pero hindi nagtatapos dito ang preaching. Okay? Now, naintindihan natin na ano yung naging problema ng text. The second question that we need to ask, what God is doing in the text? And this is the very important part. Nakita natin yung problema. And this is the history of God. Hindi lang ito kwento ni Gideon o kwento ng mga Israelites na nagkasala. Pero ito ay ang kwento ng Panginoon na kung paano niya that in spite of their rebelliousness, in, in spite of their disobedience sa Panginoon, ay grabe ang pagmamahal, grabe yung panawagan pa rin ng Panginoon sa kanila na magbalik, magsisi, at tanggapin yung kung anuman ang, ang pagkatawag nila. What God wants for Gideon is for him to be and act as a warrior. Kaya ang unang ginawa ng Panginoon, babalikan natin dito sa text. Verse 12, God established His identity. God established His identity. Sabi ni Lord sa verse 12, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. Tanong, dito sa text na to, sa verse na ito, may nagawa na ba si Gideon? Meron na ba siyang napatunayan? Eh, isang ganun nga lang, Lord. Takot na takot siya eh. Bakit siya tinawag ni ng anghel na mighty man of valor or mighty warrior? Hindi ko alam. <laughs> Bakit siya tinawag na ganun? Because the first thing na ginawa ni Lord is He established the identity of Gideon. Kapatid, yan ang gustong gawin sa'yo ng Panginoon. Yes, somehow, in some ways, na-diminish yung pagkatao natin, yung karakter natin, yung identity natin dahil sa pandemic na ito. Tingin natin, wala tayong kwenta, hindi tayo makapag-provide ng maayos sa family natin. Tingin natin, dahil sa mga nangyayari, natanggal ka sa trabaho. And because of that, nagkakaroon ka ng anxiety, nagkakaroon ka ng fear. But let me encourage you by the Word of God that He is establishing your identity right now na hindi madidiminish ng anumang epekto ng pandemyang ito, na hindi mababaliwala ang pagkakilala mo sa Panginoon, ang pagiging anak, ng, pagiging anak uh, mo, pagiging anak ng Diyos. Hindi dahil jaan ay mawawala na yun, kapatid. Dahil unang ginawa ng Panginoon ay in-establish ni Lord ang identity ni Gideon at yan ang ginagawa sa iyo ng Panginoon ngayon. 
let me tell you this, anuman ang bulong sa'yo ng kalaban, anumang sinasabi, wala kang kwenta yan, pasimula-simula ka pa ng business, hindi naman magpa-prosper yan, punta-punta ka pa dyan, di naman, yan, nagka-COVID ka tuloy. Kapatid, wag mong pakinggan ang bulong ng kalaban. Anuman ang pinagdadaanan mo ngayon, tandaan mo that you are a child of God. Ikaw ay valuable, ikaw ay importante, ikaw ay mahalaga. Maganda po na, na ma-process natin ito. Na anumang fear, anumang worries o nagkakaroon ka ng depression, hindi ka makatulog sa gabi. Basta makatulog ka, huwag ka lang hindi gigising, okay na kami doon mga kapatid. Anumang, anumang mga pinagdadaanan mo, tandaan mo na mahal na mahal ka ng Panginoon at hindi nakabase sa kung anuman ang nangyayari sa mundo, ang value mo. Pangalawang bagay na makikita natin dito. Una, God established His identity. Pangalawa, that God empowers Him to battle. And the Lord said to him, verse 16, But I will be with you. Kita niyo po yung word na yon. Mababalikan din natin yan sa verse 12. The Lord is with you. And you shall strike the Midianites as one man. Yes, na-establish na yung identity. At dahil established, founded na yung identity ni Gideon, ano ang sinabi ng Panginoon? I will be with you. And that is the very assurance of our Lord. Ano man ang pinagdadaanan mo ngayon, ano man pagsubok, ano man battle ang pinagdadaanan mo ngayon kapatid, kasama mo ang Panginoon. The Lord is with you. The very Word of God, the very God of Gideon, ayun din ang Diyos na kasama natin ngayon. Kaya kung ano man ang pinagdadaanan mo kapatid, kung alam mo na kasama mo ang Diyos, hindi maiksi ang kamay ng Diyos para abutin ka kung nasaan ka man ngayon. Yes, I am not discounting itong mga, itong mga nangyayari sa atin. Merong krisis and that is the reality. Merong mga pinagdadaanan ang ating mga pamilya, ang ating simbahan, ang ating bansa and that is the reality. But let me tell you this, my friend, nakasama natin ang Panginoon that He will empower us Ano man ang mga pinagdadaanan natin, basta establish ang, ID, ang ating identity, the Lord is with you. Sabi ng isang quote, Anonymous, hindi ko po kilala kung sino, pakichat na lang ako kung nakilala nyo yung nagsulat neto. The will of God will never take you to where the grace of God will not protect you. Ulitin ko po, The will of God will never take you to where the grace of God will not protect you. Hindi ka dadali ng Diyos sa isang sitwasyon na kung saan hindi ka niya iingatan. Kung nasaan ka man ngayon, tingin mo na medyo lubak-lubak, tingin mo na parang walang direksyon yung pinagdadaanan mo, kapatid, iingatan at sasamahan ka ng Panginoon. Ngayon, pakinggan natin ang isang testimony ng ating kapatiran that in spite of this pandemic, in spite of this situation, ay patuloy siyang nagtiwala at nanalig sa Panginoon. Let us watch this video. Good morning. My name is Rufi Granada. In the marketplace, I am General Manager of TMCI's Technical Training Center and its Allied Services Group. Three years back, as I seriously considered early retirement, I was invited to become General Manager of a Technical Training Center that had the core mission of training people transforming lives, and creating a better future. Now I tell you, I did not know anything about running a training center. But wow, dikit na dikit yung kanyang goals, dikit na dikit yung kanyang pers- personal mission ko, yung kanilang um, logo, that I had to accept the offer. Suddenly, I had access to training that would provide life skills, to partic- particularly to our unemployed youth. Through the training center, we entered into an agreement with an NGO that provided scholarship programs for life skills, providing them paid training, and through the company I'm working with, guaranteed jobs after the program. We had it all set up. And we were able to set up training for the victims of the eruption from the island. We provided carpentry and masonry skills to more than 50 farmers and fishermen in the evacuation center where they were in. 
to those who lost their livelihood because of the eruption. Unfortunately, we barely made it to graduation. The COVID pandemic happened and then the lockdown. Like well-laid plans of mice and men, our plans crumbled and went awry. Our plans went on suspended animation. Nothing moved, no construction, no work, no jobs, no income. But as Romans 8.28 reads, everything works together for good. As COVID flared, and as we all went into self-quarantine, my family saw our frontliners were getting infected because of the exposure and insufficient personal protective equipment. We discovered that the protection they needed were similar to the smocks and guns we wore in the electronics industry that I used to get, uh, I used to be involved in. This even gave my colleagues an opportunity to round up supplies uh, of these PPEs that were otherwise going to be disposed of and donate them to frontliners. Thousands were given, thousands were helped. These activities eventually led to networking suppliers. We could supply low-cost PPEs and fill up the shortages of COVID triage hospitals that were not being reached by the national government. Again, it touched my mind. Question is, why can't I reach out to other people willing to help build up donations from these relatives, friends, colleagues, to purchase PPEs and supply such hospitals. You know, the response was overwhelming. In no time, we were able to raise funds to acquire and deliver PPEs to the triage clinics and hospitals in the outskirts of Cavite, Las Piñas, Laguna. The church helped out too. We were making deliveries and it gave us a chance to hand out Bibles through the Gideons and pray for those who received it those frontliners. Soon PPEs would be delivered to our house from unexpected places. We even had some from the office of the Vice President of the Philippines. We do have an amazing God. The pouring of grace did not stop there. Through available fundraised, the barbers in our village were able to network illegal settlers in the fringes of our area and we were able to provide groceries to them. It was this same barber group who later, later networked 200 tricycle drivers so they can be handed grocery items through Operations Hope of the 700 Club and Lighthouse. And there you have another epitaph. There is good in the hearts of people. One merely has to tap into it. I am sharing this not to post for sure. But what? Because what is it that I post about? If it were just me, I would not be able to do it on my own. Our Lord led me to the right people, to the right circumstances. Through the Lord's empowerment, everything fell into place. The Lord provided it all. I share this to you to encourage you. In these times of uncertainty and doubt, the Lord does not choose the strong and the mighty. He does not choose the rich and the popular. He chooses simple people like you and I to make a difference in the lives of other people. Big or small, let me call out on all of you marketplace warriors. Allow me to challenge you to unsheath the sword of faith and allow yourself to be God's empowered warriors to make a difference in the lives of other people. You know, in the end, the epitaph that I hope will be put on my tombstone will read, Well done, good and faithful servant. Have a great worship service. Good morning to all. Wow. What a beautiful testimony of our dear friend, our dear, dear elder, Brother Rufi. Brother Rufi, pagpalain ka ng Panginoon at sa lahat ng mga end divorce mo ay palakasin at empower ka ng Panginoon. Una, 
If you are a warrior, God will establish your identity. God will, God will empower you to, to the battle na kinakaharap mo ngayon. And lastly, God, Gideon, God ensures him of his peace. But the Lord said to him, Peace be to you, verse 23. Do not fear, you shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day, it still stands at Oprah, which belongs to the Abizrites. Jehovah Shalom, ang Panginoon ang ating kapayapaan. Yan ang maganda. Yes, na-establish ang identity mo, in-empower ka niya, pero sinisigurado ng Panginoon na kasama mo ang kanyang kapayapaan. Tulad ni Gideon, na very fearful, na very worried. Isa ito sa mga kailangan niyang marinig. And during those times, pag ikaw po ay nagtayo ng isang memorial o ng isang altar, ibig sabihin noon talagang very meaningful sa iyo yung conversation na yun. Di ba? Katulad ni ni Abraham, nagtayo siya ng altar at pinangalanan nitong Jehovah Jireh, ni, ni Noah, ni Joshua, at na iba't ibang mga tao, ni Moses. Katulad ni Gideon, for him na marinig niya itong salita na ito, that peace be to you, do not fear, you shall not die. Alam niya na, sige Lord, magpapatuloy ako sa buhay. Sige Lord, Gagawin ko kung ano man ang pagkatawag mo sa akin. Any ones of you, my friend, na nag struggle na hindi ka makapag-decide, na hindi ka makapag-move forward sa pagkatawag mo sa Panginoon, whether in business, whether in ministry, whether in, in any aspects sa mga major decisions na gagawin mo, kapatid, ipagpasa Diyos natin yan. Yes, hindi man natin makita agad ang end result. Pero the very... The very thing that we need to hear, do not fear, the Lord is with you. Huwag kang matakot, kapatid. Pwede kang matulog ng mahimbing. Hindi man matapos itong COVID na ito ngayon. Grabe man yung mga surge na nangyayari. Hayaan mo na dumating sa'yo, na ma-envelope ka ng kapayapaan ng Panginoon. At ito ang kailangan natin sa panahon ngayon. Kailangan natin ng kapayapaan ng Panginoon. At maraming beses nang napatunayan natin dito sa pandemic na ito. Na ang kapayapaan ay wala sa mga material na bagay. Wala sa mga bagay na nakukuha mo. Wala sa mga bagay na naka-acquire mo. Wala sa mga bagay na kaya mong ibigay sa Panginoon. Wala sa mundong ito. Dahil ang kapayapaan ay nasa Panginoon lamang. At ito ay matatagpuan lamang natin sa Kanya at wala ng iba. Now, let us watch the video of our dear friend. Nasa kahit nasa gitna ng pandemic ay nagpatuloy pa rin siya sa Panginoon. At talagang nandun yung peace, yung kapayapaan niya sa Panginoon. Let us watch this video. Good morning Lighthouse. My name is Vinay Panimanglor. I attend the 9.30 service in Lighthouse. Uh, that's way, way back before the pandemic and lockdown happened. Uh, thank you, Pastor June, for trusting me to share my testimony this morning. Uh, just to give a little background, I'm a chemist by my education and a pharmacist by my profession over the last more than 30 years. I own a pharmaceutical company. COVID-19 turned everybody's life upside down. It has. There is no new normal. This is now what we expect. A normal that is beyond our understanding. My first thoughts, just two. No matter what, I will continue giving my tithes. This pandemic is going to hurt me and the world financially, economically, but my commitment to give my tithes was 100%. My second thought was for 26 families. These are the families 
of all our employees across three different companies how do i continue to pay salaries and god answer have patience i will provide i made that commitment no matter what i continue to pay salaries not just that i give them their weekly allowances for my drivers who stay just outside our uh, subdivision because it was a very stringent lockdown for them uh, we used to give extra provisions by way of giving uh, rice canned goods and so on and so forth things just started getting tougher and tougher our business started to slow down eventually it came to a practical halt almost a stop where orders were zero Uh, we were digging into not just our cash reserves but uh, slowly but surely uh, into my savings as well and it seemed no, never ending and i said god <laughs> this is this is challenging this is something i've never felt nor seen in 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 any point of time and i, I believe you all of us can uh, uh, kind of uh, understand what what that uh, feeling is each of us has struggled uh, throughout the pandemic i came to a point and i said lord there has to be a turning point there has to be something that will make my spirits pick up just one word god said patience monumental patience have patience patience god what kind of patience when is this going to end god said i know when it's going to end and that gave me comfort when god speaks God puts his arms around you and answers by just one word you feel comforted i realized that i get back to my business i put my focus on looking at maybe something to do with covid we brought in some rapid test kits and uh, that worked out a partner company of ours in india uh, which manufactures vaccines uh, with who we do quite sub- quite a substantial business was working on some covid vaccines and i was you know uh, curious i asked them uh, are you guys working on something to do with covid and uh, they also told me patience imagine that god told me patience these manufacturers told me as well patience i'm 68 years old i don't know how much time i have left but god gives me comfort i'm happy to say that yes our partners in india have developed a vaccine we have offered it to the government of the philippines i can't share much about it but it is going to come in very soon and this is something uh, i would say that the philippines has been waiting for one commitment my partner and i made to each other he is not a particularly religious person but uh, i shared this in my prayers with god i said god this is not for profit this is not for making money this is not for as some friends joke and tell me you're still living in a rented house you you should move into dasmarinias hopes park it was no laughing matter what i shared to the lord is lord let us not make a profit out of this one we've committed a price which barely allows us to make any kind of uh, service maybe we might be out of pocket but i believe that this is what my role in this particular challenge is my god your god our god is compassionate he is consistent and he is constant i'll repeat that he is compassionate he is consistent and he is constant focus your prayer on that i've done that it's given me hope it's given me faith increasing faith it's allowed me to come out of a challenging period with hope and with trust that our god will never fail thank you brothers and sisters thank you pastors god bless us all thank you thank you po brother vinay for that wonderful testimony Talaga pong believe at saludo po kami sa inyo. Salamat din po sa pagpapaunlak po na marinig po namin yung kabutihan ng Panginoon sa buhay nyo. Now, let us uh, summarize kung ano ang ginawa ng text. Kung ano ang ginawa ni Lord sa text na ito. 
Una, if you are a warrior, anong sinabi doon? That God already established your identity. God empowers you to battle and God ensures you of His peace. If you are a warrior, kanina sinabi natin, ito yung mga mangyayari pag ikaw ay warrior. But right now, if you are a warrior, you will see your past as a stepping stone. Hindi mo na makikita na ang past mo ay isang magdidictate sa'yo. Makikita mo na siya na Lord, ito po ay ang aking stepping stone na hindi kayang uh, tunawin o hindi kayang uh, idiktahin ng mga pangit mong nakaraan ang mga magagandang bagay na gagawin sa'yo ng Panginoon. Ngayon, stepping stone mo na siya. Magiging black per black per black mo na siya at makikita mo yung mga bagay na yun that because of, of my past, because of my my failures, ito ay ginagamit ng Panginoon para maging maging uh, magpatuloy ako sa Kanya para maging maging patutuo ko ito sa lahat ng mga makakarinig. Yes, pangit ang nakarang ko and I am not proud of that. But there is redemption in Christ. There's redemption kung tayo ay magtitiwala at ibibigay natin ang buhay natin sa Panginoon. You will see your present as a significant moment. Lahat ng meron ka ngayon, lahat ng naka, nakahain sa iyo ngayon, hindi ito isang distraction. Ito ay God-ordained moments na kung saan, Lord, ano ang tinuturo mo sa akin? Ano ang gusto mong gawin? Na sa mga panahon na ito, Panginoon, mangusap ka at handang-handa akong marinig ang boses mo. And lastly, you will see your future as secured. Dati, hindi ka nakakatulog kasi sobrang distracted ka, sobrang yung, yung distress na nararanasan mo. But for now, dahil ikaw ay warrior, dahil tinanggap mo ang panawagan ng Panginoon, secured ang future mo, hindi dahil sa'yo, kundi dahil sa Panginoon. My friend, before we end, wherever you are, that is where the Lord called you to be. Be a warrior in your marketplace. Kung nasaan ka man ngayon, nasa church ka, nasa institution ka, nagninegosyo ka, anuman ang ginagawa mo, tingin mo maliit o tingin mo na, na malaki ang ginagawa mo, diyan ka tinawag ng Panginoon. Be a warrior. The Lord already established your identity. So do not let this pandemic diminish who you are in the Lord. He also empowers you to battle. So do not be afraid to obey Him. Lastly, the Lord ensures you of His peace. And that is our assurance that even in these uncertain times, we have the shalom of the Lord. Therefore, have peace because the Lord is with you.